0: This episode is sponsored by Free Market Kids. Join the league of families who are transforming family time into unforgettable Bitcoin learning experiences. With our Hoddle Up Bitcoin mining board game, you're not just playing. You're building bridges, creating memories, and unlocking the brilliance of the future one block at a time.
1: I just started with the most basic thing of drawing a line and uh, just filled the whole page with this one line and it never crossed or touched itself. And I looked at it afterwards and I thought, ah, oh, this looks actually really
0: nice. Hey, everybody, welcome to Orange Hatter. I, I wanted to roll this new thing. I'm talking to all these women Bitcoiners about their Bitcoin journey. But if there's something in our conversation that is unusual or I'm curious about, I wanted to roll out bonus episodes so people would have something other than Bitcoin stories to learn about, almost like a lifestyle section of the newspaper. So that's the way I'm seeing this conversation. You're not necessarily going to tie it to Bitcoin, but it's just a part of your life. And it's really interesting. So I wanted to explore it. Okay. So everybody already knows who you are, Julia. And so we'll just jump right in to talk about your art. Okay. Okay. So Julia, I went on your website, and I checked out your art. I love the statement that you had on the top page where you said the art comes out of you and your hand follows. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: So that's really how it all started. And it was, I remember the moment because I had I was young and still single and was in the year 2000 or 2001, I think, 2000, I think. Um, And I traveled to Australia because I'd made a contact there and I thought, hey, I'm young and free and let's just go. And so I got my visa for three months and went over. And visited this person and we had a pretty wild time. I won't go into details, but not relationship-wise. It was, you know, just party, party time. Anyway, I was sitting at Bondi Beach with a piece of paper and a pen in hand and thought, okay, well, you know, what could I possibly do? <laughs> and it just started, I just started with the most basic thing of drawing a line and to just... I just filled the whole page with this one line and it never crossed or touched itself. And I looked at it afterwards and I thought, Oh, this looks actually really nice. (laughs) And so I did my first ones. They were just filling out the page with this flowing line. And um, later on I started to do the the shapes where the line would describe the object.
0: The line would describe the object. That is such an interesting way of Looking at it, so okay, as we were talking about before, your style, the one that you just described, using one line that doesn't cross itself to describe an object. I have seen a lot of artwork like that over the last few years. You started this in the year 2000. Mm-hmm. Did you start this movement?
1: I have no idea. I mean, I what I did when I came back and I started having a little collection of originals, I did print posters and postcards. And I just sold them at the local art and crafts and gypsy markets. I went every weekend with my little stall and started to flog my work. (laughs) And that was fun for a while. And eventually I got my website and, you know, who knows? You know, it's just, you know, it's it's just a line. I mean, everybody can use a black line to draw things, obviously. But yeah, it
0: was my thing twenty years ago. So, when you first started to show your artwork to people at your stall, what were some of the responses from those early days?
1: People loved it when once they understood what it really was, i.e., the one line. At first, you just see a black and white piece of work. You don't know, you know, and then you look in detail and you probably read the logo, which is one line design, and then there's usually the moment of suspense when they start thinking and looking again and then they ask is this really one line and I would say yes (laughs) take all the time you need Um, and then you know I did sell quite a bit sure.
0: Okay so walk me through the process of creating a one line artwork. I've looked at some of the pieces you have on your website and they get very intricate so do you see the image in your mind and then just start tracing the outline? Do you start from a dot in the center and you work away way out? What is that process for you?
1: Uh, usually I find uh, a photo or an image that speaks to me and that I will then take that and copy it onto my my piece of cardboard or paper that I'm working on and I will outline it with a very fine pencil line. I will draw the object um, or whatever, if it's got writing on it or, you know, the very, and that gets then later on, I will erase that very, very fine pencil lines just to help me remember where I'm at. And then I just think about where do I want to bring in the black line and where do I want to take out the black line? And then I start. Is
0: each artwork literally a, you sit down, you start and you finish project, or is it something that you come back and fill in and come back and fill in? Um, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, it doesn't mean that I draw the whole thing in one setting,
1: but, um, it's not something where I can't, you know, I can't change my mind in the middle of it kind of, you know, I I can't really change the design around once I've decided on it, but I can take my pencil or my, my ink pen off the paper. Yes.
0: For something like that, where it's not like you're layering on like oil painting or even watercolor, you almost have to be so strategic when you're planning out where you put your pen down so is that just the way that you see things you know how some some artists they just see the world in a a certain way that is just different from everybody else is that the way you see the world
1: (laughs) i don't know i don't i've never looked through anybody else's eyes (laughs) how do i know how you see the world i don't i mean um yeah but you have to be strategic in a way because you know, I've, I've missed, it also happened that I made a mistake and then I can throw the whole thing away. Cause if I put myself into a dead end kind of thing, then that's it. So I do have to think about how I'm going to pull that through. Yes.
0: So if you're creating a piece of art, like one of the ones you have done on the, like the horses, how long does it take usually from beginning to end?
1: So you're talking about the horse head, I guess. Yes. That's, um, that's a big more a bigger one. Uh, so beginning to end, if I have the time to work
0: on it, uh, I would say between one and three days. I mean, it's very intricate and, and very very beautiful. You also have two other styles. One is with dots, and one is just with literally straight lines.
1: And another one, which is the scribbly line. The scribbly, line. scribbly one. That's it. right. That's yeah, right. So yeah, vertical lines, dots, and scribbles. Yes.
0: Okay, so the vertical lines, do you also outline what you want in the middle in the negative space and then just fill in lines in the okay, got it. Got it. Yeah. What about the dots? I, I love the dot, especially that child with the head in his knees.
1: Yeah, that was I would, for me personally, that was probably one of my, I would call it masterpieces, because the dots are way more time consuming. So you know, that way more it takes hours and hours and hours because you can't slur every dot has to be put in in a precise way and that took me many hours i don't know i didn't count the time but yeah it was a very big piece it's also quite a large uh, original so it's probably 60 by 80 or something that's
0: a lot of little dots <laughs> are you selling the original or just the reprints uh
1: At the moment, I'm really not selling anything much because I find it really quite hard to sell my own work. (laughs) You know, artists are often pretty bad at selling their own art. But I decided to leave the website up and running because I want people to be able to contact me through it and to see it and, and so on. So reprints, yes. Definitely originals, no, I don't sell. I have given a few... Away, I have had one commission work, which obviously I did sell, but only the the, how many of my paintings did I actually give away? Maybe two or three. Very, it had to be very precious people that gained an original. So yeah, it's it's
0: they're mostly here in my house. So when you choose something to work on to create on, is it on canvas? Like what kind no, of... it's I. I've
1: worked on canvas, but I prefer to work on a really strong white cardboard. Okay, it's so a,
0: when you're deciding what image to create, what kind of criteria do you have? Maybe criteria is not the right word for an artist, but how do you feel led to create what you create on paper?
1: Well, I must find the the image attractive and uh, inspiring. Hi. Right? Um... Could be could come from anywhere, really. Um, I just need to feel a connection to that visual piece of art, whether it's a photo or somebody else's work or whatever it may be.
0: And is this something that you have... You said it was kind of a dormant part of your life. People, when they don't have their opportunity to self-express, feel like something is missing. So do you have any of those feelings right now? Is there a particular reason why you stopped?
1: Well, at the time, it was it was a very strong pull, and I really needed to do this. So I had a very intense, cr- intensely creative time for a while in my early twenties, and then life went on, and it faded out of my life again. But I'm naturally very creative person, so it doesn't really matter to me if I build my house or if I br- paint a picture. It, this is all creation. Um, So I don't feel like I'm lacking creative outlet because my whole life is
0: a creative outlet, if you will. (laughs) I love that. So how are you expressing yourself creatively these days?
1: Well, I'm raising children and, um, you know, I've created a family. That's not bad. (laughs) Um, I have designed my own house. I have um, designed my own piece of land. And I don't know, it's just... I feel like um, creation is also manifestation. So you create your life, you manifest your life in a way. So I feel that's all creative outlets. It doesn't have to be pen and paper.
0: You said you created your house. Did you draw it out and have your husband build it? What do you mean by that?
1: <laughs> I, bought, uh, I bought the house before I met my husband, um, just before funny enough um so I I bought a ruin it was it was just the the outer walls standing and it had completely collapsed in on itself but I've fallen in love with the place and the house and the location and so I went on to this adventure and I I took what was left and I believe I created something beautiful out of it I mean I get a lot of positive feedback from people who come here and they say oh this is this is so beautiful and, you know, well done. And so, yeah, it, it was a ruin and now it's a, our home.
0: So did you build it by hand or did you just sketch it out and hire contractors? How did you do that?
1: Yeah, uh, I sketched it out and hired a contract contractor. Yes. I mean the, the rough stuff huh? later on, then obviously a house never finishes, but we did lots over the years, bit by bit, but the, the, course, rough first draw, i.e. putting the roof on the ceilings and, you know, putting the windows in and everything that was done by a contractor. But then all the interior, the tiles, etc, etc, that was done by us mostly over the years.
0: So is there any plan for you to return to the one line artwork that you were working on? Or is it just going to be something that you did in the past?
1: Uh, We'll find out if You know i don't have the plan but then i don't have many plans and life just hands them to me so i'm open you know at the moment i've still got i don't at the moment it's not the right time for me to sit down and draw but when the time
0: comes i will know and i will draw who knows and you homeschool your kids so what kind of art projects do you have them experience
1: yeah, that's interesting, the kids actually, because we have a great art teacher in the village and she runs weekly art classes over the school terms. And she's really, really offered them a great variety of projects and, and approaches. And my daughter is very much, you can see my work in there. She there's intricate black and white drawings. <laughs> it's really interesting. Huh? And actually thinking back to my own schoolwork um, and I did keep a few of my school pieces, I was always drawn to intricate black and white stuff. So it, it runs in the family, yeah.
0: Do the two of you sit down side by side and draw together or do you work sometimes together in the same art piece?
1: No she does her work, and I'm not actually drawing at the moment. So but that's okay. You know, I appreciate her work a lot. And I I tell her how much it's like my work. And so my son is very different. He's very
0: bold and colorful. And yeah, just a completely opposite style, really. (laughs) I love how free children are when they draw. I have pictures from my son when he was five or six. And it's just piece of paper and a pen and he would draw these elaborate battle scenes from aliens and stuff like that and there was no fear like every stroke is so free and the images are really full of emotion versus when they get older they start to critique themselves and the lines get less and less bold and then eventually just they just say oh I'm not an artist I can't draw and I think that's really very sad and I keep telling my kids nobody's judging you this is just you drawing do you see that kind of tendency you have a 12 year old right so um by the time my son was 12 he he has stopped uh
1: my daughter is 10 so um and I haven't I can't I mean yes she's um I think she's um, more critical of her own work than my six-year-old sure I think that's normal and that's kind of that's not even a bad thing. I mean, you do need to look at your own and work and compare yourself. So you know where you are and where you want to get to as well. But I don't think she's being discouraged from anywhere because, you know, that's just, it's cool. It's good where you are and keep on working. And that's all good. So it's all,
0: it's all great. Yes. Your homeschooling, I'm guessing you have, you're part of a homeschooling group where you are? kind of we try to do as much as possible
1: together Um, like art for example is an easy one but um, we have different nationalities and very different levels of schooling with the kids and so the the base layer stuff I feel that mostly the parents do it at home with their individual child because it's very difficult to throw them all in one room and expect them to learn one language and one writing and it just doesn't work. They need to, you know, then you need to be able to, to join them. Uh, so that works for, for excursions, history, uh, art, all that kind of stuff. But for the basics, mathematics, writing, reading, uh, it's probably mostly done at home individually.
0: So is it a situation where the parents will step up and just teach extracurricular classes? I'm, I'm trying to see if you would be willing to teach art (laughs) in a setting like that. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, not willing. (laughs) I like when I see what the other mother does, she's a, she's a true artist. Let's say I just had this pull at that point in my life, but she really understands paints and colors and shapes. And, you know, she understands the whole thing. I don't, you know, I just can do my thing and I do it when I feel I need to, but I don't think that I would be a good art teacher at all. You know, it's all about know thyself. Uh, No.
0: (laughs) I had a friend years ago who used to write poetry and she said the inspiration will come into her mind and she had to hurry up and jot it down because it might leave before she's all done recording it. Is that kind of what you experienced?
1: Yes, exactly. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do when you feel the call, and that's that. Yeah, it, it, you can't really wait with these things. It's um, it's an urge. <laughs>
0: So would you agree with the statement that creativity doesn't necessarily stem from inside of you, but it is is—it is also outside of you and you become sort of a conduit for that inflow of information?
1: Yes, I think so. Yes, totally. That's how I feel mostly when I did my work. It's like, I don't know where this comes from. <laughs> it's just something I feel I need to do. And so I did. Cool.
0: Uh, so your website is called one line design one line design okay I one went. line
1: design and then it's dot info unfortunately i was mal advised at the time and we didn't buy the dot com which was stupid but
0: there we've got dot info one line design dot info okay and you are yeah. still selling prints for your artwork i could
1: in theory i would have to think long and hard about it but yeah i still have some pieces around the house uh prints which i could send out and sell <laughs>
0: Okay. And what would you like to tell aspiring artists out there who don't think that they are necessarily an artist, but they just feel, feel an urge to express themselves in a certain artistic way? Um, what would you say to those people?
1: Um, do what you have to do. You never know what comes out of it. Um, if, you feel, if you feel that this is something you want to do and need to do, then do it. <laughs> and don't question too much just try how it feels when you do it so i find that my is maybe especially my work it's incredibly i think i really think it does something to your brain it's a very meditative thing you, you you tune i think it's different brain waves taking over it's like meditation in a way
0: i guess okay you know i have to ask this question because you do art what do you think about what's happening with AI art? Huh.
1: AI. I mean, I love some of it. It's um, I really do love some of it, and I I do think that AI art is going to take over just as AI in general is going to take over a lot. But that like AI can't sculpt. Oh, it probably will be at some point. <sighs> I don't know. We will just see. It's it's this uh, this journey with AI is very, very interesting. huh? Um, and I think the only thing we have is to stay open-minded because we can't fight it. We can't get rid of it. Uh, we mustn't glorify it too much either. I think it will just find its natural place because we've had other threats, so to say. I think The internet itself was threatening at the time of emergence to many people. It's okay. It will be, it will level itself out. I believe. I hope.
0: (laughs) My daughter sketches and she's super critical of her own work and every piece of art she shows people, she would say, this was terrible. And (laughs) And I kept telling her, I said, I do think you have a gift because I hear some from somewhere that if you draw a face, the hardest part about drawing the face is to make the eyes look alive. Otherwise, they look dead, right? She can make her eyes look alive. So I said, that's that's already something that's incredible. But no. No. Every piece of work she does, she's like, I'm terrible. I'm I can't draw. I'm like, yes, you can. But yeah, it artists can be very critical of themselves. True. But I think what you did, I mean the the lines and dots, they're just very beautiful, so simple. It's minimalist and it's such a contrast to I think like the AI generated stuff, which is just layers and layers of, you know, stuff and so colorful and I don't know. Yeah. Just I love your style so. And I think it's very exciting that you build your own house. That's, that's so cool. I hope to see it one day. <laughs>
1: okay, cool. Let's make it happen.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. That was really fun. I hope a lot of people will go and check out your website. And maybe one day you'll pick up the pen again when the time is right. You know, we go through seasons and your season right now is your kids.
1: <laughs> so...
0: Yeah, and I think
1: I'm yeah. probably just gonna about to start a new job as well. So yes. I oh, yeah. Have okay. Things to do.
0: Yeah, you were going to start the the yeah. horse therapy thing. Horse, no, no horse training. Yeah. Horse training. So let's yeah. see. Yeah, let's see. I think uh, that's so okay. Thank you see so much for your time. I really appreciate it. This episode is sponsored by Free Market Kids.